0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, the Paris Marathon challenges, and we get interviewed by Don from Do Me a Favour, Buddy. 100 episodes, Charlotte, what is going on?
1: Yes. 100
0: episodes of The Kindness Project. We are joined again. By our very special guest, oh, wow. Don. How are you, Don?
2: It I'm chuffed. <laughs> I'm really chuffed to be here. Ep-
0: episode 100. I mean, can you, can you believe it? Let me, um, let me just do the intros formally. I'm joined by a girl who, after around 100 episodes, clearly needs no introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's Charlotte Ames.
1: Oh, mine seems bad now.
0: Is it, you, go on, go on.
1: It's not negative bad as it is in, like, I'm going to insult you. It's bad as in it's not as nice as that.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: He's a lean, lean, mean gym training machine. It's pretty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, did I tell you about my marathon? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing the marathon next year, I'm quite excited about that. The London one this time, not the, the Paris. L- one. The London one. I've I've got to, I've got to tell you my my I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before, but my <laughs> when I did Paris Marathon Dom, yeah. um I did it and didn't train enough for it. So I was slow, right? Yeah. I did it, yeah. got round. Um uh, uh but there was a couple of experiences on the on the way that were quite interesting. So the first one was when I was at mile 14 yep. and I um, I'm my phone and Cassie phoned me, Cassie my wife phoned me and she was with the girls at, um, were you by the Eiffel Tower?
1: We were at point. we were about 15, 16
0: metres. Uh, meters <laughs> <miles. laughs> I wish. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, you're running 26 metres yeah. today, now we're i got to come
0: and shoot. I, I, I could have lived with 26 metres. Um, but I, I, I got a call from Cassie saying there's a man in the tutu that's just run bars. Where are you? And a man with an Eiffel Tower on his head. Where are you? Uh, so yeah. I'm clearly that slow, John Do you know what I mean? The, <laughs> you the, the, the fun. the carrying the Mona Lisa frame
1: rounder like that. Oh, she
0: ran. <laughs> she was quicker than me as well, was yeah. she? Amazing. Um, so so I was like and then I got a couple of miles on and the I found the Parisians super sophisticated, but not as enthusiastic as you'd expect in London. So there was a lot of people clapping from cafes as they sit to wine, um, uh, And a lot of people sort of just sort of giving you a, a, a sort of polite round of applause. Yeah. Tepid, tepid's the word. Tepid is the my swimming pool. Um, uh, but the, there was one guy who was super annoyed that these runners have come to Paris. And he, um, he was clearly out to get his breakfast, wanted to cross the road to get back to his house, and had a baguette in one hand oh. and his breakfast in another. Um, and instead of waiting for the runners to go past, he decided to cross whilst waving his baguette, <laughs> just as I was, I, I was running past. And he almost hit me with his baguette, right? So I come back and um, I, get to the, sorry, I get to the end of the, uh, of the marathon, cry my eyes out because I'm sort of, I've done it. And it's, it's actually quite, quite an emotional experience. Mm. Um, uh, went, uh, went back to see the girls, went uh, home, we drove back a couple of days later, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and the next day, I'm seeing my first client. So sitting down with my client, and uh, he says to me, how was the marathon? And I go, amazing. But I did get attacked by a man with a baguette. And he went, Chris, could you make that sound any more French? I mean, did he have like onions, a beret, yeah. a jumper. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, the fact that yeah, they had a baguette means that I'm sort of, I'm probably guilty of, like, sort of a lot of stereotypes, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so but it was, it was an amazing experience. It's one I intend to repeat next year, but in my hometown, and I'm amazingly scared and excited. What big challenges have you got coming up? Huh?
2: I <sighs> think it's, it's always like waking up in the morning. That's what you say. No. It was a
0: challenge for me, yeah. What? yeah. What? Getting out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are we are as a podcast officially quite old now. We're hundred episodes in. So my question of the podcast this week is: what's the best and worst things about being old? I wouldn't know. I, I,
1: I, I assume it's backache because mine's terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Charlotte, what's the best thing about being old? Best things about being. Um, Crosswords, I reckon. Crosswords are good. <laughs> having time for a crossword.
1: Oh, I ain't got time for nothing.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're you're
1: still relatively young, aren't you? The, the, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm old, as in I'm the oldest in the school, and we come with, with that comes uh, not with,
0: with great. What are you, Spiderman? Or what <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: the great age? comes great respect from those below us. Alright, oh, okay. Um, but also I get respect from the people I kind of take into my little in school family and I've kind of
0: have you have you heard about Charlotte's gang?
1: Briefly. We called the baggy trousers. <laughs> we added a new member today. Oh she's amazing. She started singing friends and we all clapped along and we clicked to the Adams family together. It was great.
0: Okay. So so is that is 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 that like a sort of induction ceremony? No,
1: the induction is the uh, off-kilter high-five. You haven't seen it, but it's... No, it it's
0: What's great. the off-kilter high-five?
1: I can't do it with someone who doesn't...
0: Right, over the go.
2: Oh,
0: I well, you just whack somebody in the face.
1: <laughs> no, you go over their shoulder oh, and you just right, miss okay. and it's
0: great. So, it's so, so, so what what benefits do you get from being part of this little uh,
1: game?
0: They, they call me mum. It's great. They call you mum. <laughs> they call you mum. This sounds like a protection racket. It does, it does. How much, do you, uh, how much do you charge? How much do you charge? Nothing. All oh,
1: right. I just kind of, if they look sad, I go and I go give them a hug. Oh. And,
0: if,
1: and if they're hungry, I just give them some food. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Oliver Twist and you as Fagan with your little gang of... of
1: we do have quite a few members.
0: Yeah, Ah, Charlotte. uh, sh- sh- oh, <laughs> amazing. Charlotte's cool. web. I like cool. it, I like it. Um, so what do you think the best and worst things about being older are done?
2: I think um, oh, the best thing about being young... It's a lack of responsibility. I hate paying bills as, a, as an adult. Yeah. And, I, I, and it's one thing that I, if I could be young again, that's definitely something that I'd. You'd get rid of paying bills. Of. Um, good thing about being, best thing about being old, I think, is. So um, oh, that's a massive issue. So, so, so while you. So, being to able it. to go, yeah, being able to go on rides in the it. Eh? Um, and not having anybody question your age about anything. Because I remember when I was younger and I was not tall enough to go on certain rides, it used to be really frustrate yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Now I can just walk thin.
0: Well, but you know what? I think old is a bit of the yeah. state of mind, right? You know, old is like. like the there, right? there was a guy in my gym. <laughs> in a what? I don't get to go on them anymore, so i am got Me, w- uh,
1: me and my friends, we went to the, we went to South End and there's like a really kiddie ride, and they, th- we started getting on, and the people just smiled at us because like we had so much energy and we yeah. were having so you much fun, yeah. and yeah. they looked like they were having fun with us, That's and it great. was great. I like
0: that. I like that. And you know what? I think I think having a young state of mind. Oh, Regardless of your age, is super important. Mm. Um, but I think that one of the best things about, and I'm going old, as in sort of seventy plus. Um, so, so like Don, we're not there yet. We're 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 all good. Like like like, like granddad, yeah. Um, is you care? You you lose the okay. you lose the consideration for other what other people think. You still care about people, but I think you stop stop caring about what other people think and actually i think there's a freedom in that the, yeah. that, that comes with that
1: you 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 said lo- you lose and all i can think is you lose hair Aha. <laughs> that's the thing about being old it's going it's going it's not gone yet
0: <laughs> it is gone i mean it, most of it's gone most of it's gone it might
1: be partially my fault
0: I, but the problem is, I am sitting with two particularly her stoop people. I mean, Don's got a good, like, yeah. set of locks. Yeah. Um, and I've mine
1: out. Oh, God, it's past my shoulders. You, it's weird.
0: You, you've got good hair. But the, but the weird thing is, it grows on my chin a lot quicker now than it used to. So it's my, my beard. Yeah, but that, that might the be more, true. The more you
1: shave... Maybe I should shave my ball patch
0: and see what happens,
1: whether
0: <laughs> it grows back or not, I don't know. Um, so, listeners, we our question is, what's the best and worst things about being... Old, and we'll let you, we'll let you, we'll let you define old. Yeah. What are you two loving at that? No. no. What you do? We'll let you define old however you want. Um, but what are the best and worst things about being old? How can people get in touch with us for our birthday podcast?
1: Oh, happy birthday, guys! We should really wait until 365 to say happy birthday, but sure. Uh, anyway, what was I going to say? I completely sidetracked myself. Twitter at OlaKindness, Kindness and then Facebook, you type the Kindness Project into the magical search bar thingy. It takes you anywhere you want to go. Just look it up, and th- it works in Google as well, which is very surprising. And I like it very much. Anyway, I'm rambling again. I should stop. Anyway, email Ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk, and I think I covered all of them.
0: Yeah. Cool. Oh no no no, space. My, Did my
1: MySpace? We, we had to
0: deactivate that account. I'm so sorry. Oh, no! <laughs> what happened to my MySpace account? Well, Can, we James? Can we ask Jeeves? Can we ask Jeeves? <laughs> How about AOL. Can we do that? Oh, my God. Oh, oh do you know what? My AOL? That is one of the things about being older, Dom, not old yet. Yeah. We, re- okay. we remember pre-internet days. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I obviously do, which is so weird, because it's, like... I don't think I can live without
0: it this and, I, and you know what? I remember the day when I got my first dial-up. Oh,
1: 64.
0: <laughs> no, I wasn't going, to, I wasn't going that far back. I mean, that is proper old. Oh, you're a um, pro. Um, uh, I had a full head of air then. Um, but I remember the days when I got a full... uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, can I finish my story or not? When I got my first ever wig, no, my first ever follicle. Um, <laughs> follicle. The year was 1978. The hair started to grow. No, my first ever dial-up internet connection. And it, I'd moved into my flat. I was 18. I moved into my first ever flat. And um, I had dial-up internet, and literally an image used to take about twenty minutes to download. I mean, it was super, super slow. Now um, I can do-
1: download an image in a second. I know, I
0: know. Yeah, magic. <laughs> Yeah, but if you if you went back a hundred years and showed them. Yeah. For, like a 4G internet connection yeah or you'd be burned as a witch you, you would you would
1: <laughs> oh, you thanks would. I know I'm magical yeah.
0: yeah yeah so shall we get on with the show
2: sure
0: we'll leave it to you Don to interview us then
2: great yeah well I, I've got a few questions here so um first question is has kindness ever gotten you into trouble
0: that's a really good question I <laughs> I th- I, th- I, th- I, th- it, I don't think it ever has. Um, but
1: it could. How could it? You've never read one of those books where, like, a really sweet girl is kind to, like, the wrong person, and it turns out they're part of, like, a gang or something. It's, ah. It, best novels ever. But kindness of getting people into trouble. And uh, however realistic the situations are, then.
0: <sighs> yeah, so I. am... I, I, I... I, I mean, my, I'd, I'd be interested to see what you say, but I think um, being... I, I live my life through a rose-coloured filter, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So I'd rather think the best of people mm-hmm. than um, assume the worst, because I think a cynical approach to life just is a less happy one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've probably been taken advantage of... Um, because I take that approach in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing that I can think of that would ever stop me doing it again. Um, I think if people take advantage, you'd soon find out more about them than you do about you. And it's not gonna stop me carrying on being, having that rose-tinted sort of mm-hmm. um, thing about life and just continue to live mm-hmm. life in the same way. What do you think, Charlotte? I
1: think you're right. It is good to see the good in people, but mm. I think it's also good to acknowledge that not everyone is perfect. Yeah. There is always going to be something negative about people. Mm. So, helping them may hurt you in a way, mm. but if helping them helps them, I'm not putting this very elegantly, but if helping them helps them and it benefits them mm. and it does good for them, mm. then Seeing someone else happy, even if I get hurt a little bit, it makes me happy as well. So it is kind of like an equal exchange. Yeah,
0: yeah I think you've got to be careful, haven't you? Because I mean, like I think
1: really depends how much they take off the block.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you don't you want somebody who's you, you want to yeah. help somebody who's generous enough to understand that you're helping them. Yeah. Um, and I think you've got to be careful to make sure that you're looking after your own mental health. Yeah. Your own... Well-being. Your own well-being. You know, that, I, I, I always go back to that analogy of putting your oxygen mask on first to make mm-hmm. sure that you're okay so that you can help more people because yeah. without doing that I think it's it's difficult to do but I've never ever got in trouble I, th- I think I might have offended people by, okay. by 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 just offering to help like oh, like sort of like I, I have I've have, I've have offered to help an old lady across the road who wasn't actually crossing the road and she went what are you doing like what like, I'm not going that way <laughs> I was I'm sorry but then then you just walk on and leave it don't you it's, it's not a, the biggest... it's a
1: funny story to tell it's not
0: yeah, no.
2: But no, no is the answer. I, I mean, I once gave a homeless guy a bottle of Coke. I mean, I, I thought I was doing him a favour <laughs> and he picked up the bottle
0: of Coke and threw it at me. <laughs> so, so I, I, there's a guy outside Fenchurch Street yep. station who um, uh, I, I didn't want to give any money to, but I, there, it was literally... It was, he sits outside the super drug outside Fenchurch Street and every time I go past... Mm-hmm. I buy him a, a, a diet coke, and I know his name. there, Steve, right? So Steve, I asked him his name first time, um, uh, and um, every time I go past, him, I get him a diet coke. But the second or third time, I just went in and got him a diet coke without asking him, mm-hmm. and he was shocked that I'd remembered oh, wow. that he that that yeah. he, he'd, like he, he'd like to. Uh, like Diet Coke. I mean, if I got my Dr Pepper, I reckon I would have been in trouble. He would, really <laughs> might, he might have, he might have slung it back. But, but no yes. saying
1: other brands are available in that
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, Dr Pepper is a proper original, isn't it? Um,
1: but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm think.
0: I don't think kindness. I don't think kindness rarely gets you in too much trouble.
2: Hopefully not. Yeah. Not.
1: Kindness comes at a cost, but it doesn't have many consequences. What do you mean? I don't know it just came to mind. <laughs> just that it, it, it's less consequences and more benefits. Benefits. Yeah, I agree. Like there's always a cost of doing something kind, but it doesn't have to have a negative. But you know relevance.
0: what? What I mean, genuinely, what like, I, I I I was having this. I, I interviewed a guy, a friend of mine actually, called Chris Budge, Um, interviewed him earlier in the week, and his his interview is going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and his approach to it is and I agree with him on this particular point kindness is actually incredibly selfish because you benefit mm, yeah. from the feeling you get from helping somebody else yeah. possibly more mm. than the actual recipient of the kindness and all the science like all of the research weighs that out as well so so I'm, I'm not sure it does I mean it might come with a small financial cost yeah. but but. In terms of an emotional cost, if done right, I don't think it does because mm-hmm. you'd get benefits back. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one.
2: Um, my next question would be um, What's been the highlight of uh, all of these podcasts so far? <sighs> okay,
1: one sprung to mind mm-hmm. Barry and Beryl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Barry and Beryl was an amazing episode. I'm mean,
1: so tired.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, the weird thing is, because this is a hobby for us, Don. Mm-hmm. We've got to fit it around our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So often um, uh, when we record, we recalled when after the working day oh, yeah. and after and actually look, I'm busy and Charlotte's busy, so we do it when we're quite tired. But some of the most w- Strangest podcast we've ever recorded. It happened
1: we... on Saturday mornings, Monday night.
0: Okay. Normally on a Monday night when we're both at our tireless. Okay, okay. um, and there was one where I had a call from a gentleman called Barry. Um, that I just finished on, and we just spent all podcasts talking about Barry and Beryl
1: because we watched the old people's home for four-year-olds. Oh, that's
0: an amazing show. Yeah, yeah. there was a
1: woman on that called Beryl, and we fell in love with
0: her. Yeah, so I, I've I've enjoyed just talking nonsense with somebody I love very much. Oh, um, that's right, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, and just sharing this together but you know what's weird right it's one of, one of the, there's two, two things that spring to mind on that mm-hmm. um, I, I, we interviewed in the early days of the podcast a lady that I know really well a lady called Chris Laney mm-hmm. who um, does charity projects and her um, r- most recent project was to record the memories of people in their 80s and 90s and um, uh, just as an audio legacy, because if they're not around forever, what do they? You know, what are they gonna? What are they gonna remember? Um, uh, just so they could share it with their families. Um, and I think this project, a hundred episodes in, is going to be amazing if we listen yeah. to it in ten years time, or twenty years time, or you show it to your kids, or, or like, in three generations' time, what is it going to sound like? Probably absolute nonsense, the same as it does today. Oh. But even so,
1: it's, it's great. It's great. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's great. But but all, but also like sort of. I, I said I said this to my dad, funny enough, because I said to him, "I'd love to record your stories, mm-hmm. regardless of what they're about." Mm-hmm. So, my, I think my favourite part of it's been spending time with somebody I love mm-hmm. and just laughing a lot.
1: The nonsense we <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just laughing a lot. Riff. So that so that's been one for me, um, and because I get to do the majority of the interviews, mm-hmm. um, uh, the other one for me is. Um, the one that stands out the most is a guy called Hans, and he invented oh, an app. Be My Eyes. Yeah, he, he invented an app called Be My Eyes. I downloaded it
2: after, Yeah. That
0: yeah, and, and
1: tried it... It's someone to the dark.
0: And, sound and if you, I know, I know your ambition is to be the Uber of, of kindness, yeah. I think Hans's model is amazing. Yeah. Um, um, so, so that 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 to me is one of my favourites. But there's so many people who are doing so. Like you haven't got to look far yeah. to find so many people doing so much good work in the world. Um, and some of the amazing questions we ask, and the answers we get. Um, because I mean. We didn't think "What's your favourite biscuit?" was so contentious, um, or "What's the world's greatest muppet?" I mean, that got <laughs> that got loads Sesame of. Characters, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yet, <laughs> With that debate, yeah, yeah. So 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 there's been a lot of really funny. Engaging questions that we've asked that that um, where well, the answers have been genius
2: or the uh, puns the the business puns right that you were doing for um, you know, a <laughs> while. I forgot. I, fl- I see. The problem is because we
0: well the the the, the problem is because we're a hundred episodes in. We we forget what we've spoken about some sometimes. What was the business puns? Can you we remember get, like, them? A,
2: a store, but it's like a play on words. In, like um, I don't know. Um,
1: I do know yeah, what like you're talking
2: shop about. Shop or something like that. Oh, yeah,
0: we still play that game, don't we?
1: What?
0: When we go around and...
1: No, no, he's talking about, um, the... If you had to open your own restaurant... Exactly, yeah. ...or shop, and know. what would you name it?
0: <laughs> yeah, and a...
1: everyone just came up with puns for names, yeah, yeah. and it was...
0: It was very good. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. No, oh, that's amazing. So yeah, that's that's right. As a as a listener, what's your favourite bit of the podcast? I
2: I just like the banter. It's really, really, it's really. <laughs> I love <like> the banter. <laughs> oh no, should we do a a baggy
0: trousers mist high five? That's it. Job done. Yeah. It's hilarious because I think you know
2: it. It really separates the week from the chaff, you know, because you have to listen to it. And, like, I like the different tangents that you go on and, like, you're desperately trying to pull each other back onto <laughs> on the track. It's, it's good, not it's good <laughs> to see this in real life.
0: And and, and failing to pull each other back as well. Yeah.
1: We're just making each other more lost. Like, yeah. I'll turn left, yeah. you'll turn right, and we'll end up going... Yeah, yeah. Like, a helix DNA weird thing.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, it's, in it's, in it's, it's good fun. It's good fun.
2: So if you could... Go back in time and uh see each other just before you were doing the first podcast. What bit of advice would you give to each other? Don't
1: be an awkward chicken nugget. <laughs> I remember when we Why what does that
0: phrase actually mean, awkward chicken <laughs> nugget? <laughs>
1: just it just sounds right and it sums up everything it's like so don't, don't be an awkward mush
0: yeah relax and enjoy it i think yeah I,
1: uh, I, I remember when we sat and we did a bulk and we did 12 intros um right at the beginning mm. and we were so awkward like now we're an awkward mess but it's organized awkward mess yeah. But back then it was frigid, organised, awkward mess, and it just—it
0: was. not Yeah, you—you you know, you know what? I, I think I think what we've learned. I've I've recorded a hundred episodes. Is just just chat like there's nobody listening. And at the start there was nobody listening. Now there is. We chat like there's nobody listening. So I think I think you've just got to if you're going to do it. I mean, it's, it's a To be fair, all we do is do the do the bit that's the fun bit. Uh, our esteemed editor Russ puts it all together and does all the uploads and does all the all, every, all of the actual work. So, so I think we we get to do the fun Silent bit. Silent but technologically um, deadly. Um, but <laughs> that is an amazing phrase for us. Silent but technologically deadly. I like that. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I think just just relax and enjoy it would be the the thing that uh, I'd tell myself um, back then. Um,
2: uh, which guests, dead or alive, would you love to have on the podcast? Alive
0: is my answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dead is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'd love
2: to meet dead.
0: Oh, uh, I've got so many. Right. So here's my list Barack Obama, top. Okay. Barack Obama, for me, is, especially with everything that's going on politically in the world, mm. is a guy who I think. <laughs> epitomised kind leadership and nuance and just smart so Barack Obama would be him and Michelle
1: celebrated their wedding anniversary
0: last month did they how long have they been married
1: 17 years I think Okay. I follow Michelle on Instagram
0: yeah is she good on Instagram she's good on
1: Instagram yeah
0: so Barack Obama I'd pick Bill Gates I'd pick funny enough um one of the I'm writing the book at the minute one of the chapters of the book um is about kind uh, leadership in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill Gates, I don't think, was a particularly kind of leader in business, <laughs> but, his, yeah. his, uh, uh, but his stories um, of, of the work he's done with the money he's earned after it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that particular subject, the guy who um, started Richer Sounds, you know yes. the, no, um, yeah. yeah, so they've just, they've just sold their business to their staff. Oh, wow. So they've they've just solved. He's just said, right, I'm going to. And he he talks a lot about um, ethical capitalism, um, which I, is something that I think is a is is really important as a business owner. If you're going to start a business, do it do do some good in the world as well. So so that that would be that would be mine. Who would you have? I uh,
1: I don't know. Um God. I'd love to hear Stephen Hawking to be in the kindness, but that, um, you know, I was really sad when he died because, like, I don't know why. I just he's a cool dude, and now he's gone.
0: Stephen Fry, I'd like mm. Stephen Fry, would be an amazing guest. Um, but also the guy, and we've we've reached out to him a couple of times. The guy who started the big issue is a guy called Sir John Bird. Um, I think he'd be interesting because, again. It empowers people to take ownership yeah. of their own lives, so I think, I think it's the big issue is an amazing innovation. Who do you think we should interview, know who should we have on?
2: Mm, who should we have on? Um, I think you should have somebody like controversial, somebody that's not known for being kind, you know, and uh, maybe you could ask them why they, they don't want to live that way. You know? Yeah, well,
0: I, th- I mean, it's, it's interesting because you think about... Um, I think we're all guilty in our lives of sitting inside our own bubble sometimes mm-hmm. and having a conversation with somebody who potentially doesn't believe in kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know what's weird, right? Like Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. Well, Scrooge, Scrooge Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. But, but weirdly, my dad said to me, we were away in Gibraltar a couple of weeks ago, and my dad said to me, I still don't get what you're going on with all this kindness <coughs> business. I was like, well, what are you talking... Like, it's kindness. But his perspective on life is just different. Do you know and what I mean? Not
1: very progressive.
0: No. I mean, yeah, I know. But, 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 but again... Sorry. Some, with, with it, when it's somebody you love and respect but completely disagree with about life, mm. life approach. You've got to turn around and say, um, you know, you know I, I sort of understand where you're coming from and the, being brought up in an environment with, with a bit more scarcity, so yeah. life was a bit tougher and why you'd have that, that approach. Um, but I think, yeah, living your life with kindness. I mean. What I wouldn't have is somebody who'd come on and not engage in a nuanced, intelligent debate. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd never have Katie Hopkins. <laughs> I'd never have somebody who was, all they wanted to do was, was have a row. Or
1: Could, be more famous or...
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if they, if they were prepared to have an intellectual conversation about why they felt kindness wasn't a good thing, I'd be happy to, to have that debate.
2: Okay, uh, well, slightly off topic here. Um, since you often talk about film and music and things like that, what are your guilty pleasures in terms of film and music? So, something that you love listening or watching that is wickedly awful. Uh,
0: mm. For me, Russ Abbott's atmosphere. Oh, it's amazing! It, no, genuinely, it is, it is. A bad, cheesy 80s pop is my one. Russ Abbott's atmosphere, black, clay's Agadoo. Um, nice. um. I know. I know. Now I'm not saying to listen to him all the time. And um, my you the, the as well? no. Um. <laughs> well, shake pineapple. I can't remember the words there. Um. But but yeah. So so um. Yeah. So so they they they. I think it's my guilty my guilty film pleasures. Carry on. I st- I still think Carry On's funny. I mean, proper old school. And not particularly politically correct, yeah. but of its time and looks through it in a lens that might be, it's still quite funny.
1: My, mine, oh, me, you're looking at me, you're both looking at me. You? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, you know? as a kid, when I was like 10 or 9, uh, my guilty pleasure used to be classical music. Like, once they. We went to
0: the proms once, yeah. we I went remember to that? Yeah, the proms,
1: yeah. Um, uh, now, it's. I don't really have a good time. I listen to music because I like it. I like music. I like yeah.
2: There's not to, one song that you like all the more. No, I can't really oh it. Oh, God.
1: It's yeah, <laughs> um, it one. Wow. It's on that playlist of all the old 80s rock, but, and it's it's such a good playlist. But there's just one song. It's really out of place on the playlist. It's just called Stacey's Mum. Oh, yeah! And I, I love that song, and I hate that song at the same time.
0: Yeah. St- I... Stacey's Mum is... uh Stacey's Mum has got yeah. it going on. Yeah. It's about a teenage boy who fancies his...
1: Yeah, But the beat is just really infectious and I find myself bopping to it every time it comes on. I'm like, should I skip it? And then I know all the words and it's it's not.
0: My other one is, uh, is this the way to Amarillo? Every night I've been hugging. So, 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 so yeah. Joe. Oh, I, <laughs> God, Joe. I, God, Joe. There, there are so many. Yeah. There are so many. Uh,
1: TV shows and movies. Um, oh, I binge watch all the stuff from my childhood. So, okay. like, uh. I shouldn't still be watching stuff like Pokemon and Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh, but you know what? I've seen all of them like three times at least. <laughs> yeah, they're they they
0: they they're, 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 they're pr- uh, yeah, they they're pretty good. So and all
1: the characters like.
0: Wah! Yeah, and for me Fraggle Rock. I mean, I'd, I'd watch okay. Fraggle Rock. You never all hate day yourself
1: long. for watching Barrel Fraggle
0: Rock. Oh, I Oh, can I have the a shirt <laughs> I I don't hate myself for watching Fraggle Rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so John, what's your guilty pleasure?
2: Um, hmm. I would say, um, yeah. Do you know what I I, I do have a up for really cheesy eighties. Yeah. Well. I can't lie. Like, yeah. yeah. You just find yourself humming along to,
0: you know, Bonnie Tyler or something like that. You
1: know. Bonnie Tyler. I ha- I had I love you babe.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it was stuck in my head all day, today true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just but, but but the weird the weird thing is, I mean my. my I've got, I've got this Spotify playlist mm-hmm. that is, like, super d- diverse. So I've got everything on there yeah. from Stormzy. I've got a bit of Ed Sheeran on there. Mm-hmm. I've got loads of 60s and 70s stuff. I've got some jazz. Any <laughs> um,
1: Lucy Sprague?
0: I've got Lucy Spraggan. Nice. Yeah, I've got Lucy Spraggan on there, um, okay. but I've also got some really cheesy seventies and eighties on there.
2: And Last thing, it's I, great for karaoke.
0: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let, let, let me just let me just tell you a quick story about that. Right? So um, we're going to go back to Japan, right? Oh, well, um, I thought we were
1: going back to Firestarter.
2: Oh, that's a great
0: song. Man. Uh, oh. Nothing to be guilty about.
1: Uh, not me, not him.
0: No, 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 no. So, oh, right. So, I, will I, as as granddad, as, as granddad doesn't like kindness, we'll tell this story, and he'll never listen to it anyway, will he? <laughs> so, my dad, um, who's seventy-two, um, was um, came around for a bit of Sunday lunch mm. about four or five weeks ago. <laughs> went and picked him up he lives about five or six miles away so he could have a a, a couple of glasses of wine Um, uh, luckily we got about four bottles in because he drank more than a couple of glasses Um, and um, at the end of dinner uh, we had a couple of ball games and then we got the karaoke out so the kids are loving it they're singing karaoke um, and I say to my dad what are you going to sing? he went I'm not singing anything. I mean, okay, theoretically, if you were to sing something, yeah. what would you do? And he went, I'd sing Firestarter. Oh, wow. So two more wines in, um, I go back to him and say, okay, you ready for that Firestarter? And he said, right, let's do it. Because he's, he's now drunk enough to, <laughs> to really enjoy awesome. it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I mean, when did Firestarter come out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so Anyway, so, so, so my, dad's, my dad's bald, right? He's, he's put his hair up like oh, Keith Flynn, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and pranced around my lounge, my living room, singing Firestarter. And he
1: keeps going like this every couple of days. Yeah, his fingers through his hair.
0: <laughs> and and un, unbeknownst, unbeknownst, uh, unbeknownst to him, um, Cassie's recording all of this, oh, so she's getting all of this. In on the video. background,
1: seeing all the background bits. I'm not It's, festive. it's festive.
0: Yeah. So, so we're really enjoying a bit of fire and at the end, my dad finishes and realizes that Cassie's got it all on tape. Like, I got, got it got it all on on the phone, right? And turns around, and goes, "Please don't put that on social media. Please uh, don't. There's more. Please don't put that on Facebook." but can you WhatsApp it to me so I can show my friends? <laughs> so he was secretly proud yeah. of, his, of his impromptu, impromptu- firestarter performance. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was that amazing. That was a story
1: you were going to tell, but I'm glad yeah.
0: you did Yeah. So, so the other story I'll, I'll quickly tell, which actually isn't as good as that one, was when we were in Japan, we uh, we had to have a go at karaoke. I mean, you're in Japan, I know you? you've, got, you've got to give it a go. But the only karaoke places in Japan are booths so they don't really do public karaoke bars so you've got to go into a booth and we felt it was a bit silly to just the two of us go into a karaoke booth and then on the last night in Tokyo we thought if we're not if we don't do it now we're never gonna do it (laughs) so we went into a karaoke booth booked it for half an hour Mm -hmm. done three hours later we're still in there Mm -hmm. loving it just singing to each other
1: (laughs) Disney classics, you know, The Beatles. Hey there, Delilah came out of its
0: box oh, at one wow. point. Wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, just karaoke classic, Sweet Caroline. Mm. I mean, you've got to do oh, that oh, karaoke. Oh, okay. oh, I know, wow. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot what the question was there. Uh, Guilty Pleasures. Guilty Pleasures, yeah. 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 So, 80's, 80s music. And then film... Yeah, I think carry on probably. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't know. If I enjoy it, I don't think I'm that guilty about it. But increasingly, anything I enjoy with Nick Cage in is, has got to wow. be. Yes. Yeah. So yes. so so since I've come out as as. Um, uh, Nicholas Cage's biggest critic. I can't go back and watch The Rock. And I actually enjoy The Rock. I think The Rock and Connie are good films, but but everything I else is done. Watch them.
1: I used to watch them on BBC Three on Tuesday nights. They used to put it on after the Bake Off. I think it was National Treasure. <laughs> oh, I used right, to yeah. just sit and watch them for like an hour and it'd be like 10 o'clock and I'd, yeah. I wouldn't be sleeping. I'd be sitting and watching Nicholas Cage solving these national mysteries. Well, Arizona is amazing. <laughs>
0: Now that's that's a good film. That's a good film, definitely. So there, there are exceptions, but I think his, his recent catalogue has, has been has been shocking. And apparently, Charlotte's threatened to get me a Nicholas Cage cushion for Christmas. Haven't you, Charlotte? Have you seen them? They're cushions yeah.
1: and they're red. You swipe your yeah, it's a red secret cushion, you swipe
0: the head up and it's Nicolas Cage's face. <laughs> what? Who came up with that? purpose <laughs> of No, I don't know. Just to scare people who really don't like Nicolas Cage.
1: I'm gonna get
0: one. <laughs> so Charlotte, Charlotte was like, you see this? I was like, yes, and never ever buy that for me or show it to me ever again.
2: <laughs> you were the one who sent it to me. Yeah, I know. Have okay, you seen that viral video of them? That scene in Purple Rain? No. Uh, like, because I think he was going through like some marriage troubles, so his answer to that was to go to karaoke, and just to shout Purple Rain, and it's up on YouTube. Oh. Uh, just random strangers around, like, helping him sing this song, and he's just really, like, belting it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was he a few wines in? Of course. Yeah, of course.
2: It's, You have to watch it. It's amazing.
1: Okay, okay. It's amazing as
0: in... That's Nicholas Cage's.
1: Kind of just... It's good quality.
0: It's okay that's amazing. actually on imdb There's this nicholas cage's best film <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway sorry um so yeah what gets you out of what or who gets you out of bed in the morning
1: you're looking at me like i yes. have an answer because i really don't want to get out of bed in the mornings <laughs> <laughs> my education that fear no, I just, I just like learning. OK, OK. I don't like feeling silly and stupid, so I like going and learning. That's Amazing. Until um, all I get up for in the morning Saturdays. <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're
0: normally pretty good at getting up, though, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get out of the house before, eight.
2: Do you use an alarm clock?
1: Like five.
0: Five? <laughs> five alarm clocks.
1: I use five alarms on my phone that start at five and end at half seven.
0: Yeah. Well, when you meant to be leaving the house
1: yeah
0: <laughs> there's all everybody's got that alarm clock though the one where you go you know what I should be gone by now <laughs>
1: no see I, I'm supposed to be out of bed and dressed by 7 and then the, the 7.30 alarm is to tell me how you need to get a move on because you have the next 15 minutes to leave otherwise you're late. yeah yeah, yeah. It.
0: yeah so learning, learning gets you right out of bed in the morning yeah, yeah. anything else
1: no yeah. My friends, I guess. Um,
0: physically, they come over. And <laughs> yeah, just tip you right.
1: out. I used to, do, I used to, I used to do like physically pull frankie from bed. But I used to go over and knock on a door and take to school every morning. Yeah. Those were good times. Miss
0: those days.
1: What about you? Why do you, Why do you get out of bed every morning?
0: Um, what gets me out of bed in the morning? You know what it's changed over the years?
1: It's just to get up and go, man. Yeah. If yeah. he lay down for too long, yeah. I think so he.
2: Like,
0: um, oh, oh. No, no, I love to sleep. I love him sleep. But once I mean, he's up, he's up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've started going to the gym early now, mm. so I'm, I'm I'm in the gym at six, and then oh, nice. I come. Well, quarter past six the session, and then I'm I'm back home at quarter past seven. But then I'm full of energy. And I'm going, morning! And everybody's like, it's too early. But then three o'clock done, I'm just gone. Like three three in the afternoon, that's like, yeah, I start sliding early because I'm up. Um, uh, And I am a a fan of the power nap. But what gets me out of bed um, is uh, it used to be... Providing from a family. So it used to be financially driven, especially ten years ago when we started the business. Mm-hmm. Now it's about impact mm-hmm. and relevance and making a difference. Mm-hmm. So for me, my why mm-hmm. has changed over the last couple of years. Um and certainly what I see getting me get, getting it, getting me out of bed after the next 20 years is going to be going to be different as well. But it comes down to one thing I've said this to you before. I see my job as being a role model, <clears throat> and anything I can do to show start tearing up in a minute. Every, every... I thought you were forgetting my name, and I was going
1: to laugh. No, 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 <laughs> every,
0: everything I. Everything I everything everything I can do to show Steve and Alan the the life. The life.
1: My name's Bob.
0: You know what you 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 genuinely. I was I was, I was, I was I'm Barry. You're Beryl. Um, I, I I I I you almost got called Albertina. That's no word of a lie because my my granddad, um, uh, my granddad's mum was called Albertina and sh- he suggested that you should be called Albertina and I would
1: have just got my body yeah, just, yeah. so Albertina.
0: so for me the driver is to be a good role model now when the kids are grown up I think the driver might change you yeah. know but, but certainly and for me it's just about showing that the kids can have fun do well do good always be fair and always be improving and that they're my four values in life that mean the most to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, that's what gets me out. But in the morning, how about you, John?
2: It's fear, actually. <laughs> it's, it's fear that you know. I, there's certain things that I want to do, and it's just fear of like not being able to do them. So I, I really just kind of spring up, but just to get things going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so there's a. I, I read a lot of uh stoic philosophy and there's a there's a really good um uh latin f- phrase that i like called memento mori mm-hmm. which yeah. is remember death yeah and i actually i th- i think it's important to remember you're not going to be around forever yeah. so you can get stuff done yeah. um but I think fear can be paralysed, but it can also be motivational. So. No, definitely, it's yeah.
2: really like, I know there's things that I have to do and I want to do them, I want to do them well. So, um, yeah, that's the thing that helps me kind of leap into the morning, <laughs> mm. yeah. Mm. Um, so, Charlotte, I wanted to ask you, um, sure. what are the best things you owe your dad?
1: That's what I owe him.
2: Yeah.
0: Shall I leave the room? <laughs> well, it's so much
1: easier for it's things you always made. I just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, that'd just be cash, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd just be...
1: Uh, you haven't owed
0: me cash since... Uh... Tuesday. And oh, her mum paid you, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. You
1: haven't owed <laughs> uh, me cash since I was 11. You paid me about that ninety pounds it's fine. Um... Oh God, what do I owe in My life. I think that one's obvious. Um a lot a lot I think because a lot spinning around unintentionally (laughs) here. because a lot of my there's it's almost like I've got two worlds Mm -hmm. and one third of one of those worlds belongs to him and it's his Mm -hmm. so I owe him that because that is even if it's only one sixth of my life, it is still a chunk of my life. That I don't think I could do without. Very
2: important.
0: So what? What? What specifically? What? What? What's in that sixth? <laughs> um,
1: omelets. Omelets, <laughs> which I'm not a big fan of, but you know. Oh.
0: <laughs> you really, you're really selling this, Charlotte.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. My love of books, I think, comes from you. I wouldn't be surprised if my love of computers came from you either. Or, um... I like travelling. I like travelling with you. It's good. Cool. It's cool. Cookie cool. Cool. Yeah. And to you, how would you
0: answer that question? What does he owe to me? Yeah. Um... Uh, Absolutely nothing is the answer, to be frank. No. um, Very right, mate. um, uh, What do I I owe Charlotte? Charlotte makes me proud and makes me want to be a better person, Mm -hmm. is the answer. Um, So um, she she doesn't realise often she does stuff that is... So Charlotte did... uh, uh, Because Charlotte wants to be a journalist, she did a week at... um, uh, uh, financial magazine and wrote a amazing opinion piece on financial education a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and it got top story of the week in this particular um, magazine, was brilliantly written, well argued got loads of good feedback um, and I thought it was amazing and I said to Charlotte it was amazing, she went yeah it was alright and it was like <laughs> you just don't see how amazing you are um, and she just makes me proud, and makes me want to carry on. Hopefully, contributing even if it's only a sixth. Don, I thought it was a bit more than that. To be honest, big uh, to...
1: worlds. You're lucky. <laughs> Some well, people don't even get an a hundred.
0: Well, well yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. I get a sixth. No, I can. I can live with a sixth. I'm happy with a sixth. Um, but yeah. So so yeah. The fact that she she makes me proud that. Helps me try and get better. Is
1: tissue
0: there, mate? Is it dusty now? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Somebody just poked my eye with a fucking like, drinking horn. no um, Yeah. So so yeah, it's, it's that. The
1: eye what? was an interesting Comic Con.
0: Yeah. So so yeah. So we. Um, it, it's basically that. But I, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm lucky Dom, to be surrounded by three amazing women like. Sophie's amazing, and like Mum is brilliant, and mm-hmm. she. So everything we do, we couldn't do without our little mm-hmm. team. And we call ourselves—this is cheesy, I know—but we call ourselves Team Dames. Mm-hmm. Like we call ourselves. We are a little gang of people who who who's, who s- support each other. But yeah, it's good. But you've got quite a close family, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, two
2: younger sisters, my mother. Um Extended family around us, we're, we're pretty close. I think you really have to have that in order to kind of sort of share the love as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Well, you need to know that somebody's got your back, right? That I, I think that's important. You know, through thick or thin, who's who's got your back? And I know, like, we've got that in our little little <laughs> gang, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> so little a, a little bubble, little Yeah, it's all good.
2: Great, and. Um, Let's see. Uh, All right. Oh, here's a bit of a tough one here. So what, in your view, is the opposite of kindness? Is it hatred or is it apathy?
1: Both.
2: Okay. Which is stronger? Which is more negative?
1: I think the thing with kindness is it's... Not one set thing. Mm-hmm. To being the opposite of it cannot be one set thing either. Because kindness can come in so many forms, so could the opposing force. If that makes sense? Just, am I talking nonsense? Or is keep going, keep going. To, like, hatred is against kindness. Mm-hmm. But just because there is hatred in the world does not mean like there is less kindness, mm-hmm. but they're, I think if you're saying something is like the opposite, they're kind of like a balancing force, mm-hmm. like a, like a weight on the scale. So, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't just because there's hatred in the world, it doesn't cancel out the good that is happening in the world. It doesn't bring it back to a middle of nothing is, like an equilibrium where there's no, I explained this right, am I overdoing it? Anyway, it it doesn't bring it back to an equilibrium because all that kindness is still there and it's still up. Hmm. It's almost like it's weighing the scales down for kindness to become better and more important. Hmm. So instead of hatreds balancing out the kindness, It instead lifts kindness up and increases its importance. Mm. I think with apathy, it's not doing anything to hurt people who are being kind. It's not stopping them. People who don't care, don't care. Mm. And they don't have to care, but it doesn't stop kindness from happening. Yeah because it is fluid and it comes in many forms whether people know they're being kind or not.
2: Because, mm. I mean, you hear a lot of people saying that we're living in these polarised times mm. and it, it seems that a lot of people are concerned that people are not caring as much these days. So...
0: Yeah, I... See, so it's interesting. I, so, t- to answer that really binary question, mm-hmm. I think hatred is the opposite of kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but but getting people to care mm-hmm. is where the challenge lies isn't it yeah. so get so 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 um, uh, making people care enough to, to to go out and do something is it is, 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 is where we we need to do the work so the opposite kindness is hatred but where we need to engage people is for them oh, to make no, an I'm effort um but I'm really encouraged by that, because I see examples of it every day. I've I've, had a couple of meetings in town this morning, Mm -hmm. walked straight through Fenchurch Street Station, and there are 50 people out there raising money for for the puppy appeal. Um, So... I think, I think what's interesting is when you are when you become more conscious of it, you actually see acts of kindness everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people doing it. What we could potentially do better is talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm. people's perception of the world is based on what they see on Twitter or Facebook or yeah, or, sure. or, or or um or on the news, or in yeah. the papers, mm. when in reality most people live their lives mm. and have evolved to help each other. Mm. You know, we live our lives being helpful, but I think what we need to do is understand that that what we're told is going on in the world isn't often yeah. as bad as, as, that thing as, about, as. the reality. Um,
1: In reality, newspapers put negative media on the front covers because it actually sells more. Mm -hmm. So it's not that the world is just bad. It's just that the bad makes more money for people. Um, What was I going to say? I was going to talk about... I think I'd rather people be apathetic towards issues than negative towards them because it's almost like um, a blank canvas... Yeah. I and mean, it's a lot easier to paint over white than it is to paint yeah. over so it's
0: easier to make somebody yeah, kind from a lot apathy yeah it's easier to paint
1: over white than it is to paint yeah. over like, blacks and dark red so.
0: yeah, yeah. 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 So to change somebody's cool. mind from
1: from a middle ground to a high ground to,
0: yeah. Yeah. right so let me ask a, a, a question to both of you then mm-hmm. how do you make somebody more kind how do you, how do you encourage somebody to be kinder
2: I think you you have to frame it in a way that they can be receptive to. Yeah, um, cause it,
1: it really does yeah. depend on the person. Yeah. Like some people see things in a certain way. Like, if someone saw things in a calculative way, explaining it to them emotionally yeah, indeed. would it be a way to approach yeah, it? Yeah, you got
0: to get them there, frame of the way. You could
1: you. explain it in the scientific way or use metaphors that make sense. In their heads, because everyone's heads work a little bit differently. and I think you'd have to take a different approach with each person. There's no set approach. But I think for different types of people, there are certain approaches that you could take that could work based on the type of person they are. Yeah, agreed. The type of personality they have and the type of way they think.
0: Yeah. And and I think also reminding people that they're... like. they are unconsciously kind every day and if they were a bit more conscious about some of that stuff, is that your fault? No. Um, no um sure. if if they were unconsciously kind every day. But um there, there be the situation where where they're likely to um, continue to do that. So, yeah, I think, I think that's a really challenging question now, one. it? And so I think the mic
1: missed at least
0: half of that, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, because I was rolling my chair over there, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I think, I think talking about kindness, communicating kindness, um, sharing the stories of kindness, but also reminding people that we have evolved. The reason that we have evolved as successively as we are is our ability to work together. That's what we're. That's what humans are amazing at. Yes. Um, uh, and what we're less amazing at is um, uh, um, and doesn't do us any favours is destructive wow. and hate, hateful focuses. I mean, there, there's a there's an amazing documentary that I'm watching at the moment called uh, Why We Hate, um, and it's. Um, an exploration of the uh, emotions we go through when we feel hatred, um, and they did an experiment um, where they looked at um, chimpanzees and bonobos in the um, in the C- Congo, and um, these chimpanzees and bonobos have evolved in different ways, very similar, but have evolved over millions of years in in, in, uh, in similar ways, and the bonobos are. Um, more nurturing, more Um, caring because they live in a more abundant society they know that they're in a position where they've got food and water and access to everything they need Mm -hmm. the chimps are actually quite violent because they're living on the side of the river that's less abundant now we as humans live in a massively abundant society, if we live in in London if we live in England, if we live in a western culture, Mm -hmm. we've got everything we need really um, but we're told that it's scary we're told that it's bad we're told that it's not a great place and I think if we recognise that we're lucky and we're grateful for what we've got that would allow us to be more like the bonobos and less like the chimps and be more kind yeah you're right I think just to add to that
2: not only we're told about these things we're told that the reason why we are unhappy is because of other people. Mm. You know? And um, that is really something that we have to be mindful to combat. So I wanted to ask you, actually, how do you both stay so positive? How do you stay so hopeful with all of this going around us?
0: So, so I mean, that's an amazing question. So for me, I've worked really hard over the last few years. So I'm, I'm a... a, a amateur social psychology student i love psychology i read loads about it mm. um you you more than likely find me with a book talking about nudge theory or growth mindset or um uh, aspects of psychology I've, i'm often reading all read, he talks about. I'm, I'm, behavioral economics, I, love it. I mean, Richard Thaler's stuff yeah. is amazing, so so I, I, I read loads and loads on that. And I believe in uh, positive psychology, I think positive psychology, science-driven positive psychology, um, evidence-based positive psychology, um, allows us to live happier lives. Um, so for me, all of that research alludes to the fact that, you know, okay, okay pa now weirdly i'm not religious at all um uh but um the other thing that supports me is um stoic stoicism i read a lot of stoic philosophy mm-hmm. and and focusing on what i can change mm-hmm. ignoring a lot of the noise mm-hmm. and not worrying about um factors that are detrimental to my life um is a lot what a lot of what what stoicism teaches really so Mm -hmm. so that that, and i know i know people who where faith is important and i know people who find that positivity and optimism through god Mm -hmm. super super cool with that happy if that's the route they want to take Mm -hmm. for me it's science and philosophy Mm -hmm. that gives me my perspective on life Mm -hmm. how about you
1: I think what you're saying about science and I think it's all about having an open mind because like if you have this mind where hate is hate and that's all that exists because that's the focus that people that everyone else seems to have I think Mm. you need to I tend to try and focus more on like yeah everyone has bad days and I tend to try and focus on instead of the way we are now the way it can be improved, Mm -hmm. so it's like right now I'm doing my exams, let's use this metaphor then, um, and I'm going to get my results back tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and instead of thinking about that, I can use that as a sort of springboard because I can work off that to try and improve, and it's similar with the world. Because yes, there's negative going on, but what do we do to change that? Mm, it's not yeah. about fixating, okay, yeah. this is terrible, mm. this is all I'm going to think about now. It's this is terrible.
0: What action can you take? What can we do? Yeah.
1: And it's less about d- focusing on the dark to try and. It's about seeing the light in the dark and yeah. expanding it with your mind and your actions.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I re- I really like that. Um, but also, life's meant to be fun, right? If we've if it's if, if so we've crazy. only if we've only got hundred years on the planet, let's make the most of it and oh, just yeah. have a just have a laugh. <laughs> um, but let's
1: go dive off some more cliffs on a zip wire...
0: I, I, well, I did get in trouble when I climbed down those cliffs in Scotland, though, didn't I? Cassie was like, "No,
1: don't do that,"
0: um, only because my youngest tried to follow me. But, um, but yeah. So, so. Don't think the, she's ready the so, so,
2: so, like so, a... so
0: for me, so for me, it, it's enjoying life, um, realizing that if you've only got a limited amount of time on the planet, you've got to make the most of it. Doing something amazing while you're here. Um, and just and just living life like it's meant to be fun. And I agree with Charlotte. Looking back is often counterproductive. Well,
1: I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't look back. I'm saying take the past and it as an example and learn from it and learn yeah. from it mm-hmm. and help make sure the past never happens again. So it's fine to look back if you're looking back on what not to do. Yeah. I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's what what keeps you optimistic because you're an optimistic sort of guy. Actually,
2: just leading on from what you're saying, that um, you know, uh, I often I used to think about future me, and you know that I would be in this 2.0 version where I wouldn't have any troubles, I wouldn't have any stress. But I really realised with life that that's not realistic. Yeah, great. And then you know, it's better to see your life as a project that it's a work in progress, and that you know there are going to be things that you are not so good at that you can improve upon there are going to be times when you don't feel so happy but then you know you have good times as well you know so yeah. uh, if you consider it all as part of the package yeah you know, I mean I, you,
0: you, you, you know what the reality is that we're not going to be happy all the time yeah. are we I sure. mean that's yeah. that, that's that's the that's the reality of it but um working hard to learn how to be better um what's that what's that song it's the climb. That one. What's that song?
1: It's always going to be an uphill battle.
0: Yeah, that one. But it is always about just how do you continuously improve from where you are. So so um, it's not the destination, it's the journey, I think. I was expecting a band to come in there. <laughs> We've got them hiding in the cupboard. Yeah,
2: yeah. We've got what hiding in the cupboards. <laughs> yeah. They're under the table. Oh, that would have been a good moment, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, if this podcast was not called The Kindness Project, what would it be
0: called? Definitely Bucket Full of Nonsense <laughs> or something like that. that just makes I, sense. Might, I might rename it. Once I've written the book, I just might... We'll carry on, but just call it Bucket Full of Nonsense. See, whenever you say Bucket Full of Nonsense, I'm just thinking about that kid show, Harry and his Bucket Full of Dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know you know what? I don't know if you remember that. Don might know this. There was a kids show called Jamie and his Magic Torch. Okay. Oh, And it had the best. No, Fraggle Rocks got the best theme song and intro sequence. But it had had the second best um, theme tune and intro sequence. You said that, and
1: all I thought of was Handy Mandy.
0: What's Handyman oh, It
1: was a show on Disney and it was just about this man and he used to go around with his toolbox full of talking tools.
0: They all had
1: jobs to do and they yeah. all just kind of cracked on. It was great.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So so I, I think back at Full of Nonsense might be what would you call it? Um, Beryl, the Beryl and Barry, Barry Show, yeah?
1: <laughs> Beryl and Barry Show by Chris and Charlotte. <laughs> just in brackets underneath.
0: Fair enough.
2: Not bad at all. Uh, any regrets about the journey
0: so far? No, no, loving it. Eh. <laughs> loving it. Eh, we're doing uh, good. Yeah, we're we 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 we're still having fun. I mean, you you find it a bit of struggle every now and again, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Um, because Charlotte's doing her GCSEs and there's a lot going on in Charlotte's life, but. Um, we're 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 carrying on. We're powering through. We're powering through, <laughs> and and we're gonna we're gonna make it a bit more of a family affair because Sophie's getting a bit more involved, and we're gonna start doing video, and we're gonna definitely publish a book. So what
2: do you hope to achieve by show
1: two
2: hundred then? We're gonna get to two hundred. Yeah, of course. Oh.
0: You can't stop that. No. no. Um, I, 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 I haven't thought that far ahead. (laughs) Don, I didn't think we were going to get to 100. I mean... I didn't think we were going to make it past 50. I didn't think we were going to make it past 10. (laughs) Um, But we are still here 100 episodes. You know what? Genuinely, and again, I know we've said this a couple of times during the show, like... Russell should get a massive amount mm, of credit yes. for for driving this forward. Like, yeah. actually, like even though we're the yeah. not, we're talking, like he's the one that's emailing us at least three times a week saying, "Yeah, we
1: need, hope, we, need the, we need, he, our He's the
0: one who makes our life super easy. Yeah. So, so actually, um, I I'd suggest that Russell needs to answer that question ah. because because Russell would be. The man who would have a bit more of a, a definitive answer. And
1: when he's here, we do, we do, we, we do, kind of peck on dad. It's...
0: <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? When when Russell pops up on the podcast every now and again, he uh, he, he does it. But I mean, I mean, literally, if I give him a list of guests, that one on. Emails like he, he's just the man on it, he's just amazing at, at getting it organized. So, I think all of the credit from you know what we should be called if we weren't called the kindness project, we should be called the Russell Dane Show because, <laughs> genuinely, even though he's not on it that often, he contributes loads. So, thanks, Russell, if you're listening, of course, he's <laughs> <laughs> and editing, but yeah, so so uh, episode 200, don't know, but hopefully, we'll have the book published then. Ho- ho- um, and and we'll have loads more video content at that point and um, I'd love to make a little Kindness Project documentary as well but, mm. but whether we get there or not is a different matter. and um,
2: if somebody is listening to this podcast for the first time um, sorry
1: <laughs> go back to the start <laughs> yeah what,
2: what would you say is a, a good way to you know to be more mindful about kindness. How to be more
1: kindful.
0: Um <laughs> um <laughs> I like on <puns> too. Um,
1: <laughs> mindful about kindness
0: is kindful. Ki kindfulness. Um uh,
1: <laughs> this, I, is kindfulness
0: this is the kindfulness process. This is the kindfulness Yeah that's what we should
1: name <laughs> it. Um, I
0: I think I think I think just try and perform a free act of kindness every day and the one that I'd start with and Charlotte always tells me off for doing this but one thing I'd start with is smile at people more it will feel it will I know it will feel weird but I've never smiled at some somebody they might look away every now and again every one in five occasions but most people just smile back and that's... Uh, Until they
1: frown at you and they're looking at you like <laughs> like you're creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, which I can live with because it's probably true but um, I, I, think, I think just having that element of human connection mm-hmm. is a really simple way of, of, of doing that um, or just giving somebody a nod and like, just like, connect more. I give people nods. Nods are easy. You know what? When they when I'm out running, runners, n- runners, a runners, runners are good nodders, aren't they? Yeah, there is a runners' nod, like a respectful, yeah. good work, mate, and you just carry <laughs> on. But I think that's just because yeah.
1: they're running;
0: they're going like this. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there is a specific runners' nod. But, um, but yeah, I think like. Just If you're starting off, mm-hmm. and again, I don't pretend I'm any kind sort of kindness expert because I'm learning about it as we go Jeez, as well, um, uh, but just start small with a smile and a, and a nice, yeah, just a, 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 a smile and a nod and just acknowledge people. And be, just be, be nice, say thank you a lot. Mm. That's how I'd start. But most people do that anyway, don't they? Brilliant. Yeah. People
1: are kind without even knowing it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But if they're more conscious of that, then potentially they'll, uh, yeah. And I think if they can't without knowing it, acknowledging it will make them feel better as well. And what's your top tip
2: to be
1: kind to yourself? Get a decent night's sleep.
0: Sleep's good, yeah. Sleep. Sleep's good, yeah. Exercise is one for me, and um. The, the other two that I, I live by is don't live your life through someone else's someone else, else. So, don't, don't don't make comparisons with other people's mm. lives because it's because because that is a detriment to mental health mm. and um, allow yourself to make mistakes mm.
1: and I think it's also important that you find a way to express yourself because like it's not even if what you're feeling isn't Perfect, and you don't want to talk to other people, even like if it's just you that knows. Getting it out anyway Definitely. Mm. is far better than just bottling it all up and waiting for the powder keg to explode.
0: I mean, we we had that conversation last mm. week, didn't we? Which yeah. was a, Charlotte was suffering a bit. We, mm. I, I said to said "Look, you need to talk to me about this." And we both cried our eyes out, um, and both felt better mm. just through. Being there for each other through a, a time that was, um, that where you were struggling a bit. Yeah. So I think just talk. Yeah. Just don't. You you you, you whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Hmm. Um, as long as you let people know and don't assume that the reaction you're going to get is a negative one, because I think assuming you pick the right person, they're going to be there to support you.
2: Great, great. And I think my last question will be. What's your favourite Marpitt? No, no, it's oh. got to be. Which flavour crisps are the best? Ah, uh, which flavour? We've
1: already done the biscuit debate. <sighs> what brand are we talking? Uh,
0: we can't mention brands. We? Well, we know if we do, we can, but we've got to mention every oh, single right. crisp brand on the pre- Paper planet.
1: There's so like if you hand me a bag of
0: pom bears, I
1: want Pom bears? <laughs> what made you go down to pom, pom I want, bears? Uh, That's a real. Or uh, if, if you hand me a bag of pom bears and McCoy's, I want them ready sorted. But if you hand me a bag of bulkers, I want them with sort of vinegar.
0: I like crisps, but do me a favour, not what sits. Not what sits. Anything but what um, but my favourite is steak. McCoy's roots okay. Steak.
1: Oh, those make me feel sick. OK.
0: What, what's your one?
1: It differs. Because <laughs> some, some crisp companies, they put lots of salt in the salt, ready salted, and I like it. And some companies make their vinegar, put more vinegar in their vin- salt and vinegar crisps, and I like that too, because I like the strong flavours. But, like, some companies they just do it really muted, and I don't like it. <laughs> I like pond bears really solid, if anyone's... Pond bears really solid. Um, can we, can we, you know what we should
0: do, right? We, instead of worrying about, like, mentioning everybody, we should properly plug a particular... So, should we mention pond bears a hundred times and see if we get sent some pond bears? Palm bears. Palm bears.
1: I'm really hungry for some Pombaers, guys.
0: I'm oh, you know <laughs> not sure you don't get any more Pombaers. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I've got a bit of a Pombaers fetish. I really respect uh, Rode podcast mics as well. They're really good. So, <laughs> I, I, wonder, I, wonder if, uh, I wonder if they could they Could get sing. another mic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I quite like driving a Mercedes as well. That's, that's quite good. Other cars are available; they're just not as good. Um, but no, yeah, we,
1: we really love Apple phones as well. No,
0: no. I, you know what's weird? I've gone off Apple. I used to. I used to be a Mac guy, but now I've gone for a Google phone, and I'm loving it. Um, Thanks, Google. <laughs> send, what, send what you like. Um, uh, Google. Podcast Google. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Powered by Google.
1: Here is the list of today's sponsors. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think we should list sponsors, just stuff we want you to send us.
1: Palm bears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it.
1: Highlighters.
0: Yeah, and on that note, that's the <laughs> end of this interview. Do you want the last words? No. Palm bears. It is officially <laughs> the end of the century, isn't it? It's a
1: hundred.
0: It's a hundred. The end of the century. We are.
1: You sound like we've
0: been doing this one every <laughs> one every year. It feels like it. Um, no, we are at the end of one hundred episodes. And, um, yeah, it's been a, been a blast, is not it? I
1: think
0: we've we'll run out of questions in the podcast. We haven't. Decade. We've got
1: loads. I've got- but by a decade, 520.
0: But if, if we were a decade in, we might run out of yeah. things to talk about on the podcast. But we're not. A hundred episodes in, we are still... Absolutely, Go still struggling with working out what the podcast <laughs> questions are, but um,
1: we use those Truth or Dare websites or suggestions <laughs> from eight
0: Yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, this is this could be my. Eight
1: yet, is she?
0: No, she's not out yet. um The next time you listen to this, um we will be um asking a podcast question. Please help us with podcast questions because we need some more.
1: What, what do you think? Podcast questions
0: should be. But for now, we have got uh, a suggestion for the podcast because. Um,
1: we do have
0: a resident eight year old. We, we do have a resident eight year old who makes amazing suggestions. And um, she said, and this was last week's question in the podcast what's the one thing you've done that you'd never do again? And we had, after last week's. Disappointment. Relatively mediocre Disappoint. response. This was one of our best answer questions. Oh, 24. 24 on Facebook and we had a few more on Twitter. So, all good in the hood. Um, um, so, that, that's...
1: <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> no for? Say
0: <laughs> all good in the hood. No. I just I, There you go, I just said it.
1: Um, will it be one of those things you are never doing again, like our question of the podcast this week. Yeah. One thing you've done that you will never do again.
0: What, say all good in the hood? Should that be my one? Yes, mate, yes. Can I can I stop saying all good in the hood once we've finished recording this podcast? No, just stop. <laughs> OK, so David Penny on Twitter, at DavidPennyPRW. said so the thing that he's done once, that he would never do again, would we'll dive in a dryer suit in the UK in February... Charlie uh, Goodman said he'd uh, never run or fall down Ben Nevis again. And Susan Pringle agreed. Ben Nevis, hot day, uh, roasting hot daddy in the year 2012. The views were outstanding. Amazing, jaw-dropping and gorgeous. But she'd never do it again. Uh, Amy Rowe would never go to a baby shower again. Me neither, Amy. Have um, you
1: been to a baby shower?
0: No. Uh, but I might go once just to say never no. again Sean Banks said he'd never do a bungee jump again and Mrs Stove said she's never putting up with other people's rubbish again <laughs> um, uh, and then we had loads from Facebook Andrew Berwick friend of the show said he'd never get arrested again and he, he literally hasn't said any more than that um, Serena Robson said she's never getting married again Or running a half marathon. (laughs) Uh, Selena did an amazing job about um, the half marathon. uh, Loretta said she'd never bungee jump again. Um, John Cook, friend of the show, said never get knocked over by a double decker bus again. Uh, Sean Acton said never do a toboggan wrong with a hangover again. It <laughs> do one sober, but not with a hangover. Uh, and Angela, Amanda Smead said never do a roller coaster hangover with a friend who was um, a little bit sick over everyone. Not nice. Um, Mike Christie would never trust the wrong person again. However, how do you know at the time? And that's the thing we trust. You've mm. got to give it for it to be broken, haven't you? Um, Amanda Smead said, again, said, never climb up a tree. To find you can't get down and need help from passers-by
1: face emojis on
0: the end of the... I know. Um, and then Amanda Smead again said, she's learnt a lot of life lessons throughout her life, old Amanda Smead, didn't she? Yeah. Hey? She'd never paint a rusty old mini with emulsion. Uh, again. Uh, Mike Christie never go to a gym Christmas party again. And a friend of the show, and Nan of you and mother-in-law of me, said... Her and John would never smoke again. And then she had to clarify. I meant smoke cigarettes as opposed to burst into flames. I think we got that the first time, Robbie. Cheers. Cheers for the clarification. But I don't I don't think we've ever assumed that you've ignited yourself. Um but yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what I'm never going to do ever again spontaneously combust.
1: That's <laughs> I Oh god.
0: Uh, uh, Kelly Kelly Barker said I never want to break a bone again, uh, especially because my shoulder has taken 18 months to recover not as bad as some spontaneous combustion though no. <laughs> um sharon Atkins has another dead re- uh, dead related one um gym related one she said uh deadlifts chris Aycock, friend of the show and x um x um one of our amazing podcast guests in the past, said homeless in the rain, it's horrendous Mm. because he did live homeless for a little while, Chris. And that's why he's an amazing charity. Look it up if you don't know about it. It's called Kip Bag, and he supports people who are homeless. Um, They do amazing uh, amazing work. One question. Have you ever spontaneously combusted, Chris? Um, Heidi Ball, having a teenager... A two year old and a newborn at the same time. Bloody nightmare. Sounds like it. Not as harsh as spontaneous combustion. <laughs> um, the rainbow, as Lorna Walters said, half marathon. <laughs> and Marcus Dawkinson had an amazing one. Just one word Quon <laughs> Quon. Don't give me that meat pretending, non meat pretending to be meat. Well, <laughs> you can't fool me, you fake people, <laughs> Cronus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one word, qualm um, And Tracy Kintella, Kintella has given us one that I think she knows she's going to do again, but has just chucked it in there. Dance on the desk at the Christmas party. Mind you, there's still a few Christmas parties to go, so anything is possible. So that sounds to me like one... She might do again.
1: She <laughs> doesn't want to, And but it could happen.
0: And Friday Mystery said, I didn't ask. I now always ask when at my, uh, I'm at my most vulnerable for help. It opens up many doors. Really? I think that's a good tip to finish on uh, and a great way to end our High Five Hunt 100th episode. Woo! Thank you uh, very much for everybody who's um, listened up to this point.
1: Everyone who's listened to every single one. I'm wondering how you've done it.
0: Yeah, um, I've un- well endured it, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <thank laughs> you know. Thank you. Similar to spontaneous
1: combustion, I suppose.
0: <laughs> thank you to all our guests who have come on, supported the podcast, supported us. Uh, just being able to interview so many amazing people thank you to all our listeners sounds like a bit of an Oscar speech Um, we've got loads more to say and do on the Kindness Project Uh, We're going to be talking about what plans we've got next on future episodes. And we've got loads more amazing guests that we've already interviewed, haven't we? That we're going to be sharing far into 2020. Um, So this week, please don't spontaneously combust. Have a lovely week and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.